Welcome back to the Random Eloquence Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal. Thank you for joining me once again on another episode. Welcome back from our winter break. If you are new here, we took the last month off to recover from the holidays and ease into 2024. So if you're listening for the first time in the year of 2024, happy new year. Welcome back to the show. Again, thank you so much for joining me. We ended last year with two final episodes. We had an episode called Note to Self, in which I recorded with my cousin Kendra, and we talked about some things we tell our younger self. So we started the to wind things down with that episode. And then I had a final episode before taking a break. It was simply um, a year called titled A Near A Year of New. And it was just a quick episode with just myself. And then at the very end, I had a very special guest by the name of KD, also known as my son. He came on and, you know, shared a few things about himself and things that he wanted to share with the podcast family. He listens from time to time. (laughs) When I edit the show, he'll listen in. But I hope you all had a safe holiday, a safe new year. So without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce our guest to the show. We have a repeat guest by the name of Octavia. So Octavia, welcome back to the Random Eloquence Podcast. Hello. How's it going? Hello. Thank you for having me. And it is going very, very well. Glad to be here. Yes, welcome back. I am good, um, you know, winding down, like I said, easing into 2024. Um, you and I talk all the time, so you already know what's up. <laughs> um, I just saw you not too long ago, back on New Year's Day, um, and it was a good time. We brought in the New Year's together with family and friends, so that's been like an unofficial family tradition. We all kind of do a quick little escape about an hour away from our homes. And we just all kind of hang out and um, bring in a new year together. So that was fun. But yeah, um, other than that, um, thank you for joining me. I know you're fresh off of a little road trippy trip. So thanks. I know you're tired. Yes. Yes. Appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate you for having me. Of course. Of course. So as y'all know, we always do our main topic. Our main topic on the show is called The Random Rant. But before we get into the main topic, we always do this thing called the burning question. And y'all know how it goes. At this point, every time I have a guest, my goal is to always have the guest maybe come up with a burning question and surprise me, the host, with the question. So if you're new here and don't know how it works, the burning question is literally just a question that one of us, either me or the guest, is dying to know. Usually the question is completely random. It has nothing to do with nothing. And we just have to answer it as honestly and as quickly as we can. And it usually leads to good laughs or very thought-provoking answers. All right. So here we go. Um, Octavia knows the drill. I want you to go ahead and hit me with that burning question. And she's laughing, y'all. So <laughs> that I assume that it's about to be something completely random. <laughs> so... Yes. You know, in lieu of the new year and um, just goal setting and 
uh, people getting in the gym and people meal prepping. So mm. I have a best friend who is uh, very turned off by leftovers. But <laughs> um, she wants to uh, meal prep. So I asked her, like, what is the difference between leftovers and meal prepping? Mm. You know what? That is actually <laughs> a very valid question. So that's the question, huh? Yes. Like, you know legit. what? And it's not just her. And I've met a few other people that are like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm meal prep, but I don't like leftovers. And I'm like, what's what's the difference? <laughs> that is a good question. You know, um, when you put it like that, I guess I guess the difference if I had to make up a difference because I really don't think there is a difference but if I had to make up a difference I think it's something about we prepped the food we cooked it and we ate off of it and then we're wrapping it up and putting it back so for some people once it's been touched or manipulated they're like mm, I don't want that anymore <laughs> I've, I've cooked it it didn't get cold I've rewarmed it it's got cold blah 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 so maybe right. They, in their mind, it's different versus meal prepping. I'm cooking it. It's fresh off the pan or whatever. I'm chopping it up and I'm putting it in the different containers and it has not been touched until the day that I go in there. Even though today is Sunday and I'm <laughs> pulling out this container on Thursday afternoon, to me, it ain't a leftover. So I agree. I think technically it is considered a leftover, but I can understand why you also would think that it's not what do you feel <laughs> um i feel like uh the same way david feels about flats and drums <laughs> oh, <wait>. like, <laughs> i feel like listen you are, are crazy <laughs> it, really it's the same thing to me it is the same <laughs> thing i'm sorry yeah. especially if you are a single person with no kids and you were the only person touching it it's the same thing I'm yeah sorry. But you know, now, the granted, meal... the go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, you're good. It, but I'm just saying, like I said, but it you're cooking it and then fresh putting it freshly into the several containers and not touching it. You're only touching it once versus the leftovers. Like we cooked the meal, we ate it. We or even myself, I ate off of it today, and then I wrap it back up and then reheat it up tomorrow. Some people don't like all that touching. <laughs> so I get, I get it, but yeah. I don't know. To me, I feel like at being a single person with no kids, if I go out somewhere um, and I, a lot of times places I've been lately, it's a lot of food and so I can't eat a lot of it. So I'm able to maybe split it if I just like it that much. I'll eat off of it at that moment and then I might can do lunch and dinner off of it and that's it. Yeah. But I think if we are being technical, I think the difference is is maybe what it is that's being prepped. So, yeah, that's I, true. I don't know. Because people, it's two different type of meal prep. So you have a I'm trying to be healthy, and then I just don't have a lot of time during the week, and I just I need something. So I mean, I guess it's all in yeah how you look at it. But I'm I'm gonna you know I think you're gonna it's say it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah, no, I can I can absolutely <laughs> see both sides of the coin with that one. I've never thought about it like that. 
Because there are plenty of people that I know that's like, uh-uh, I don't do leftovers. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, my budget does. So I'm not ashamed. And there are, <laughs> there are some foods I'm like, absolutely will not eat the next day. There are some meals like that. Um, like uh, random Taco Bell. Never. Like Taco Bell. Oh, the, the, few, the few times that I go to Taco Bell, you have to literally eat it on your way out of the drive-thru. You cannot wait till you get home. Okay. Right. If you know, you yeah. know, like if you know exactly why, because Taco Bell, I don't know what happens. It's not even it hot gets, coming out to you. So. First of all, it's not hot. <laughs> it gets soggy. It gets that, it starts sweating. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay. Don't you judge me because you know, you've been to Taco Bell. You know, you have, and mm-hmm. you have to eat it like immediately. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that. Yeah. We're fries. not doing fries. Yeah, fries. We're not doing leftovers. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. However, never mind. I ain't gonna even put myself out there like that. <laughs> See, one time, this one time, you know, I had I had put them in the air fryer the next day. I can't remember the situation, and I discovered that they're actually not too bad if you put them in the air fryer. But that's nothing that I do on a regular. Were these okay. merchant fries? Merchant? Or they were. Uh, sorry, uh, like oh uh, <laughs> McDonald's, Wendy's. Well, um. They were from a, like a restaurant. It was like a oh, okay. like like a chain restaurant, like Chili's or something like that. It wasn't. Oh, like so they were. Oh, okay. It wasn't like a you took it out the freezer and took them. No, no, ma'am. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but no. Good question. Good question. <laughs> Ooh, all right. So as you mentioned, as we've been saying already on the show, the theme here is welcome back. It's a new year, not a new me. It's the same me, same voice, <laughs> but um. The topic for today came, it was inspired by something I came across um, on Instagram and somebody was talking about apologies and, you know, it's a new year and make sure you um, reach out to people that you have maybe held grudges against or make sure you reach out to that family person that you owe an apology to and this and this and that. And, you know, she kind of just going on about some things that you can do now that it's a new year to try to like you know, take care of yourself. And she specifically mentioned apologizing to others. So it got me to thinking about a lot of different things. So nothing in particular really made me do this topic outside of me coming across that um, reel online, I think. But it had me thinking like, hmm, apologies and how we give apologies or the lack of apologies. It, It brought me to this topic of, how to properly apologize, how to mm-hmm. properly accept an apology, how to give an apology. Um, I just want to talk about it. Just want to talk okay. about it. Um, because someone listening, it is the top of the year. They might feel like, you know what? This is the year that I I let some things go. Or this is the year. Look, <laughs> side note, <laughs> if y'all been following things on social media, the theme of 2024, whether you want it to be or not, is uh, truth telling. Truth telling, <laughs> uh, exposing, <laughs> revealing. That seems to be the ongoing theme of 2024. Shout out to Cat Williams. And um, Kelly Price. If you don't know, look oh, it up. Oh, I have to look yes. that one up. I missed yes, that yes, one. Yes. Send mm-hmm. it to me on Instagram, please. You know you the drill. DM it to me. <laughs> no, I did not know that. But yeah. a lot of celebrities have been speaking the truth and coming out. Um, nobody's issuing apologies, though. But... <laughs> Diddy. Um. Anyway, so um. Whew, all right. I'm gonna stay on topic. So with no that shame. being said, with that being said, and most importantly, 
as they say, the friend zone podcast. With that being said, and most importantly understood, let's get into the topic. So again, like I said, new year, many people look at this year as a clean slate to start over. Lots of apologies start to come out around this time. People who, you know, who want to do it. So let's talk about apologies, also known as saying, I'm sorry. So I looked it up online. I always like to give factual uh, facts here on the show. So the formal definition of an apology is a regretful acknowledgement of an offense or failure. And that's according to dictionary.com. All right. So most of us kind of know what that means. Most of us have been taught from young, hey, say, I'm sorry. When you hit somebody, say, I'm sorry. If you take someone's, someone's toy, say, I'm sorry. But as you get older, it's so much deeper than that. I also noticed that none of us were really taught how to really truly say sorry or the proper way to apologize. So let's just have a casual conversation and then we'll just kind of see where it goes. So let's start. Let's start by saying, let's start by this. Um, what is an apology to you? What's your, what's, we gave the formal definition, but I mean, if you had to explain it like, what does an apology look like or a sorry? What does that look like for you? Oof, that is a, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Exactly. I think it's one, to me, to me, I can only speak on my behalf. Um, it, it comes with maturity and um, experience. Um, and as you stated earlier, it's one of those things that, you know, we have been coached, if, if I must say. Um, oh, I bumped into you, say I'm sorry. Oh, this and this, say I'm sorry. Now, as I get older, um, I, I need meaning and change behavior behind your sorrows. Um, because I can say I'm sorry all day. I mean, I can, in my, you know, in my private time, I really think I'm an actor. And I can put on for the people. <laughs> um, so <laughs> if it does not come with change behavior and change action, then it means nothing to me. Um, so that is what a I'm sorry looks like to me because I appreciate the acknowledgement, but you can keep it if there is no change behavior behind it. And I mean that with the utmost respect. You know, it's not a, oh, I'm I'm above you. It's just more so if every it's just like somebody cheating and every time it's just like I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry what you sorry about if you're gonna keep doing it mm -hmm. you know what what are you sorry about so you sorry because you got caught <laughs> shout you out know? to the Rihanna song that's a song yeah. for everything it is yeah so I think it's, it's about name of that song oh, yes yes so I to me sorry what sorry looks like to me is 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 changed behavior yeah. Um, acknowledgement. Um, yeah. That's what it looks like in my eyes. Yeah, I would agree. Um, most importantly, like you just said, change behavior. Um, obviously, you know, not doing it again. Um, yeah, I, I really think that's the same. I think um, actually using the words properly, you know, saying I'm sorry and taking accountability, which I'm jumping ahead because we're going to get into like how to properly give an apology, the incorrect way to give an apology. But yeah, change behavior, I would say. Okay. All mm -hmm. right. So if you're comfortable, discuss maybe a time where you felt like you needed to give an apology by chance, if you're comfortable. 
you know. <laughs> I know. Because um, I'm like, hmm, I got to think of one too. I, it's, mm, mm, and it ugh. don't have to be like nothing too personal, but it could be a generic thing, maybe something at work yeah. that happened or you stole someone's lunch out the refrigerator at work, you know, things like no, that. Those are fighting <laughs> words. Those are fighting words. No, yes, yes. Um, No, honestly, if we're being mature, I, I have many. Um, and not so much because I'm, I'm, oh, I'm going out and doing certain stuff to people. Sometimes we offend people because, and we don't even realize it. Yeah. Um, because we are in our own space and in our own head and unless somebody brings it to you or you sit back and you're like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I think I offended them or you see somebody pulling back or whatever the case may be. Um, but I think a time... Ooh. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm too. To weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, because it's like I want to be specific, but not like revealing. Um, uh, and it don't have to be like I said; it could be something very generic. <laughs> it ain't got to be like too super personal. You know. So there was this time when I worked at my old job. I worked in corrections, um, and it it's really it's really <laughs> let me tell you when you work in a field like that you you have to be confident but yet humble um and um it the reality is is those inmates let us go home that that is the reality uh and i think one day i was just having a bad day and um they had me in a max pod so that kind of made it even worse it was like you know like that wasn't where I expected to be a couple people didn't you know show up to work and me being a female in a max pod with a bunch of men they they feed off of my energy so it's like either we gonna have a good day or we gonna have a bad day and um the reality is is these people they have nothing but time you know, they have nothing but time to study you, study your actions. So they, they knew they could, you know, they could see if I was having a, a good or a bad day, especially if I was showing it, even some days when I tried to hide it. So long story short, um, I told you I didn't want to be in the pod. A couple of people didn't come to work. I got thrown in there and I just, I had yeah. previously came to work just having a rough day. And I think one of the guys had something going on in the prior shift. And so, you know, a lot of them know me, they respect me, but you have the ones that, that want to test you. And I think when I came in, it was just like, let me get my mind together. Mm-hmm. Let let me, you know, and it was just like, Miss Robson, so instantly I snapped back, which caused the reaction. And again, they can make my night a living hell. Yeah. <laughs> or we can have a smooth night. Yeah, yeah. And so I was on some big dog big dog status like <laughs> and I now let me tell you one thing I will never do is say you're behind bars and I get to go home that I, oh, I won't yeah. I, I will never Those carry it worse for them yeah. yeah I will never carry it that low but it he was throwing some energy at me and some unkind words and and I'm not gonna lie I, I came back and so I walked away walked out the pond and I think I called somebody was just like girl so, so, so. 
And so this person is very optimistic, very, you know, like, oh, oh, Officer Robinson, whatever, you know, take a deep breath, take a walk, go do something. I'll watch a pod. And, you, you know, because you, you own a thousand and it's not help. The unfortunate part is, is it's almost kind of like dealing with somebody who is just like, I have to kind of let you do what you do. Yep. So they can be the way they can be. It's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. (laughs) So it was just one of those things. So in order to regulate the situation, I had to regulate my own emotions. Okay. So what I did, I went back in. Hey, when I let them out, hey, let me let me holler at you out here. I don't want to talk to you in front of them. Let me holler at you in private. I felt comfortable enough. And he, Miss Robson, what's up? I don't want to hear that. I don't. Look, I was wrong. I was wrong. I didn't give you an opportunity to speak. I came in here and I matched your energy. Yeah, Miss Robinson, let, let me talk, you know. And I basically told, you know, I humbled myself. And even though he was wrong. Yeah. And then I, it was like two, you know, I came back and I basically, I said, look, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not having the best of days. And you kind of caught me on a bad moment. You didn't let me get my thoughts together. And I, I, you know, I apologize for that. And it honestly, it helped my night, you know, because the reality is, is if we could have, if we would have kept going back and forth, he could have flooded. He could have been pissed on me. He could have, it, you know, Mm. it's, it's, it's a lot of things that could have happened that would have been a, yeah, issue, you know, all off of, I walked in with an attitude. He had an attitude with somebody else. And all it took was for me to pull him out. Hey, give me a second. Let me get myself together. Yeah. Whatever it is that you were dealing with from the previous shift, give give me a, you know what I'm saying? And so I just took it upon myself. Look, I am sorry for yelling, for saying whatever it was that I said in the moment. You know, yeah. this, this, and that. And how did he it, um, it, take it? Did he receive your apology or? Oh, he he received it, and he he ended up apologizing, and he okay. even admitted to to his wrong, and he just you know kind of oh the other officer tried to play me and this and this and this and that and you know and so it whatever it was it was very simple fix and we moved on and it it made for an easier night. So. Okay, cool. No, that's that's good. Yeah, I think I think most people have has similar scenarios where usually it starts out with I didn't intentionally come in here to like, you know, make you upset, but I'm going through my own stuff, I'm in my own world and then it's just a series of unfortunate events. So I would share a quick story. Um mine also has something to do with work. Of course, there's several times where, you know, I've thought about things after the fact and old people and apology um there's even times where instantly I'm like as soon as the issue happens I'm like oh man I'm sorry or whatever um this particular issue that I'm comfortable sharing I remember it specifically it it was during the pandemic in the height of the pandemic um my old job they were sending us all home they didn't provide any computers for us so I was at home this was like the pandemic started like March of 2020. So we're talking April. So like we're all in the thick of it. No one knows what's going on. Um, the kid is out of school. I have my one child at a time. He's out of school. Daycare is closed. Like everybody is on high alert, obviously, because this is just not a 
this is an unprecedented time. <laughs> um, and basically, I remember working from home and my manager, you know, I had made it clear to her, like, I have my three-year-old son. He was three at the time. I have my three-year-old son here. And, you know, I'm the work is going to be slowed down. Like, you already, they had me on a pay cut, number one. So that was that. Um, and then, you know, they were still expecting me to perform and 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 get things done. But I was like, look, the reality is things are going to be slow. I'm not going to be able to perform at 100%. I have a child at home, et cetera. And I remember my manager called me one day randomly on Teams. She was a micromanager. She called me on Teams out the blue. So I answered. And of course, my son is in the background. And we were talking about the day and she's, you know, the usual giving me a list of things to do in my mind. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get all these things done before five, but okay, whatever. All I remember is I think, because I, from what I've learned, a lot of people had a, their breaking point in 2020. And for me, <laughs> that day was the yeah. breaking point. <laughs> and, you know, everybody who sees me on the outside, they're like, Oh, Crystal's so sweet. She's this and that. But the people who know, Y'all know that there's another side <laughs> that if you take me there, we're going to go. And take so that day, she pressed that button, baby. She pressed <laughs> that button. And I don't remember where it shifted, but all I remember is she was being very passive aggressive. And she was like, so, I mean, are you going to be able to do that by five? And I was honest with her. I said, well, no, honestly, I'm not. I said, you know what, matter of fact, and this is where we're down here. I was like, matter <laughs> of fact, since you say that, I said, again, I'm reminding you that I'm still doing this work on my personal MacBook, by the way. Um, I'm still waiting on y'all to send me a laptop since I'm not going back in the office for the foreseeable future. I said, you're asking me to do a lot as if we have all the tools that we had in the office. Well, no, and Crystal, well, you know, we're, we're you know, just, you know, we're just, you know, she started stumbling. I said, exactly. And I remember saying, you don't even have the words because this, no one knows what to do. And I said, I understand that you're wanting me to perform, but like the reality is I'm telling you, I have a child at home, daycare's closed. I have no one here to help me with him. I'm not going to get the work done. Then she hit me with the, well, just so you know, you're going to have to start planning for childcare because our goal is to go back into the office. So I know we don't really know what's going on, but the CEO was basically saying, you know, he's his goal is to get us back in the office. And then when she said that, I snap and I basically <laughs> um I don't remember I saw red I don't remember exactly what I said but I remember just telling her something along the lines of the world is on fire literally none of us know what's going on I again I'm doing this on a MacBook half the systems that y'all have are antiquated and don't even are not even compatible with Apple products I said so I'm not going to be able to get all that done by five and I hung up on her <laughs> And I hung up on my boss. I did. I did. And immediately I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> like, it, you were about I, to lose your job. Yeah. And on, and honestly, the way I felt in that moment, I said, I don't, at this point, they already had me on a pay cut. The pandemic started, what, weeks before in March of 2020. Here we are, like, April 12th. They already done cut our pay. So, girl, you already treading the line by asking me to continue to do the normal work on you paying me half the pay basically. Mm -hmm. And so it was a buildup. And the reality is I had, a, I had like a, I'm not going to say a mental breakdown, but like I snap, I have never been, you know, quote unquote disobedient to a boss and that's not to their face. I never have, 
But that day I did. I hung up on her because, you know, my kid was in the background. It was a lot going on. And I hung up on her. And, of course, she called back. <laughs> and I answered. <laughs> and I immediately was like, you know. Now, this is, and we're going to talk about it later. Because looking back, I did not probably apologize properly. I did not take accountability because I felt like I wasn't wrong. <laughs> no. But we're going to talk about it. You know, I've done some work since then. So I basically was like, hey, I'm sorry for, you know, hanging up on you. But I said what I said. <laughs> I ain't say it like that. I said it, a little bit, <laughs> I said it a little bit more corporate. I said something along the lines of, you know, I apologize for uh, hanging up on you. <laughs> However, um, given the facts that I laid out, I still, you know, feel the same way. And the conclusion is going to be the same. I'm not going to give you what you need by five o'clock. That was like my most corporate answer that I could give. And, you know, she was like, I think she was stunned to say the least, because I had never talked to her like that. And she basically was like, you know, I understand. And, you know, it's an intense time for everyone and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, needless to say, you know, I didn't get the work done by five o'clock that day, but I, I halfway apologize, but I stood on my business. Ten toes down. So anyway, that's an example. <laughs> so on the flip side, moving on, because we could go on, girl, because whew, 2020. Um, everybody grew backbones. If you didn't have a backbone before, uh, honey. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> the backbone grew. Yeah, yeah. Um, so all right, on the flip side, and I'll answer first this time. Let's discuss a time where we felt like we didn't get the apology that we feel like we deserve. Mm. Well, All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's several. I'll leave with that. Maybe. <laughs> there's plenty Check. of people that owe me an apology right now. I'm waiting. One in the list. Checking it twice. Um, so <laughs> Who's going to get cut? <laughs> let's see. Man, I got a thing, actually. So there is a time. There's a few times, like I said. I'll just keep it generic, but these are true events. So maybe okay so there was a time and I'm talking kind of in cold but if you know you know I had an so there was a time where I had an event um and yeah I had someone who showed up and basically tried to make the day about them and just was doing a whole bunch of things that took away from the secrecy um of the event they were going apparently they were going through their own issues and their own drama that happened before they came to the event and basically try to just you know ruin the day to say the least and um yeah I never got that apology for um how they performed or how they the lack of performance from them that's a, a one of many examples where I feel like just apologize you know I've had friendships that ended um or when I say friendships, not necessarily just friendships. I've had relationships or friendships that has ended because they simply ghosted you and never really gave an apology, never wanted to acknowledge the issue. Um, I've been in scenarios where there's family members, parents, <laughs> where it's like, hey, so we're not gonna we're not gonna apologize. Okay. All right. So yeah, I've been in I've been in several times um where I felt like I didn't get the apology I deserve. And we'll talk about that later too, you know, like how to navigate through those moments where you feel like, hey, I think I owe, I'm owed this, but having to accept like you're probably not going to get it. Right. So yeah. What about you? Um, well, hmm. Hmm. 
Uh, yeah, my list is long too. <laughs> yeah, this is look. I but, didn't realize this is pulling out a lot, right? Yeah, and so much that can be said. So right. <laughs> um, I think for me, um, it was a time where it. This was personal, and um, personal in a sense of it came from somebody that you least expected or and I think that goes when we hold people anybody human to a higher standard than than need be um and uh not even to be deep or you know weight has always been an issue for me and um the person basically kind of I don't know, made a joke about some. We were joking back and forth. And I guess it's one of those things, you know, it's like if you can't take it, don't dish it out. But I guess I guess in my mind it was like you know like I didn't say anything about your physical, you know. Physical. And weight has always been, you know, a, a sour spot for me. Not that I, you know, I'm embarrassed or what, but it it's just a sour spot, you know. And they kind of just, you know, went in for the kill. And I think if it was any other person, it, it would have been like, okay, I would have maybe had some choice words and whatever, or I would have just let it go. But it was just like the person that it came from. And they, it, it, they seem to, they, to this day, it's just like, you know, exactly. I don't see any. They don't even realize yeah. the damage and it so, could have did. And and I, well, I don't know if you, you know, want to hold on, you know, to what I was about to say next, you know, my takeaway from it. But yeah, I just, to this day, it's just, it, it kind of lingers because it's like, well, let me watch how I joke with this person because if they're just going to go for a low blow, knowing what I said wasn't, it was just, we were just joking, I, you know, and yeah. you just went for the kill. It's almost like me slapping you and then you stabbing me. Like, it's almost it almost uh, when situations like that arise, it makes you wonder like, ooh, they've been feeling like this. They were just waiting on an opportunity mm-hmm, to let it out. Cause mm-hmm, I've been in those situations, mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, that's too specific. Hey, you've been holding on to that to a, for a minute, sweetheart. Right. You've been right. wanting to say that. You've been wanting to say that. <laughs> Who this for? <laughs> yeah. 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 So I feel you on that. And so, like yeah. you said, now in real in current time, it's like awkward because it's like yeah i feel like you should have said sorry but you don't even realize the impact that you yeah. had on me yeah and it's yeah. it's almost kind of one of those things where it's like me telling you it's like me saying christy you know you know I'm, I'm struggling with my weight i'm this 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 and that and then it's, it was not crystal but let's say it was crystal and it's just like you telling somebody what hurt you and and then they hurt you with that same mm. thing Oh, and yikes. it's like, yeah. oh, okay. You you literally, and it's like I gave you the knife for you to stab me in my back. Unfortunately, yeah. that's yep. that's the, and they just turned you know. it for you, right? Right. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> wow. You made me think of something. Um. You made me think of something random too. You just with something you said. We were talking about you know times that we felt like we needed an apology but didn't get it you had me think about a, a random story that I heard I don't know this was years ago like I had overheard it like in conversation at an old job mm-hmm. and basically 
it was like a break room conversation and the person was like yeah you know my um you know my grandma died and she left an inheritance for the family and you know one of my um one of my uncles he refused to take the inheritance because he feels like you know mom owed him an apology and he never got it from her so he refused to take her money because he felt like if he took the money or the inheritance that that was his way of like I guess giving in even though she's not here but I guess he in his mind she yeah. won the argument and I was like mm. looking back so it's something that you said it just made me think of it I said man apologies are a real thing like people will hold on to stuff like you you didn't apologize so tw 10 20 30 years later I'm still standing on my business like <laughs> I don't care what you offer me I'm not taking it until you say sorry I'm and go ahead and turn that down. <laughs> and it got me thinking, like, dang, what kind of hair it is? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you mean it? You don't get a couple of sorries, but uh, that inheritance might have to make up for it because she ain't right. here no more. So yeah, right. it just had me thinking, like, dang, people really be like serious. But I get Standing it. And ten toes down, baby. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's. You know, before we get into some like formal definitions and proper ways and do's and don'ts, um, when do you think it's appropriate to apologize? Like, say you're in a situation, how soon? Like, is there any rules? What are the rules of like when to apologize? Let's talk about that. Mm, that's a good question. Um, I, honestly, I've I cannot give you a, a, a definitive answer because it's almost kind of like, to me, I look at it like grieving. Nobody can really tell you how to grieve or how not to grieve or how long to grieve. Um, because the reality is, is if you really cared about whoever that was that passed away, you could be over it by, I mean, and when I say over it, like able to pull yourself together in a month and then three years later something random happens and you you break down and cry I've had it happen to me when my granddad passed so regarding an apology I think depending on who it is and the situation you have to use your best judgment I know a lot of couples or married people they'll say oh we don't want to go to bed angry that does not mean that the situation was resolved it doesn't even <laughs> right. mean that I agree. It's just something could happen in, in, in your sleep or some, you could walk out and it's just, I, I cannot go to, if I, I love you enough, I'm not, I don't want to go to bed angry. I don't, I don't want to, you know, and I, I've heard, I, you know, I've heard a lot of couples or married, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend or married people say that. Mm -hmm. So I, I will be 100% honest and say I cannot give you a definitive answer and say you need to apologize right then because you yeah. may not feel convicted right then. Exactly. You know, and you I like I said, correct, correct. And like I said earlier, I may not even see, you know, I may not even see the error of my ways, you know, 30 seconds later, you know, um, so it's one of those things where I don't want your if, if I don't want your apology if it's forced. Mm -hmm. I, I want I want change behavior behind it. I want change action behind it. And I also don't want to apologize to you if that's just like me doing something. And I come to you 
And like, yeah, this happened such and such. And you say, well, okay, I think you need to apologize. It's not going to be sincere. Exactly. And I am big on sincerity because I don't want nobody to carry me and I don't want to carry them. So yeah. it, hopefully you can, when I am ready to give it, yeah. you, you are ready to receive it or you are still able to receive it no mm-hmm. matter the timing. But is there a guideline on, oh, you should apologize right after it happened? I'm going to say no, not in my head. Now, yeah. if it goes long, drawn out, like long, 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 the, again, it just depends on what it is and what the situation is. Yeah, the because, severity of it. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So I agree. I agree yeah. with that. Um, To your point, yeah, it that was a good analogy of grieving because there's really no right or wrong. There's no like timeline on when you should be done with grieving, for example. So when it comes to apology, ideally yes as soon as you realize that you've offended the person or as soon as the person reacts in a way and you realize oh i hurt their feelings ideally yeah you should shut it down right then and there and say look i'm sorry i apologize i didn't mean it that way whatever the case um but then you you brought up a good point where sometimes you don't realize that you should say sorry um so it you may not even know that you offended them until they say something and call you out on it then at that time Mm. it's like all right maybe right away you should then explain yourself and apologize um but then there are some times where you might realize that the other person was offended or the other person might say hey i didn't like that but for whatever reason you might actually feel like well i don't think i did anything wrong i just told you the truth (laughs) so then then there's this back and forth like i'm not apologizing because I say what I said or whatever. So um, there is no timeline. But in an ideal situation, if it's cookie cutter, I said something, you got offended, or I did something wrong, you are hurt or whatever. Ideally, you want to probably respond or apologize sooner than later. Whether that be right then or there, whether that be two hours later, the next day, a week later. Ideally, I would say try to do it as soon as possible. But that doesn't mean that it's always going to happen like that because like you said it's just very situational Mm -hmm. um it's very situational all right so let's let's get into the nitty-gritty you know apologies also known as sorries um all the articles that i reference are in the show notes below because we are you know we researched it a little bit so we're pulling facts um from research documents so some of these are our own thoughts but a lot of it is just things that we looked into and found so proper ways to give an apology. Um, in my research, and we'll talk about it, I found first, you know, we've been saying this the whole time. You got to accept responsibility that mm-hmm. I did something to someone. Um, right. That's a proper way. Okay. Such and such came to me, said I did a thing. The first step is taking accountability and taking responsibility. Yeah. Um once you realize that, you actually want to use specific words, you know, actually using the word, hey, I'm sorry. I, you know, broke your lamp while I was getting my coat out the closet. I broke your lamp. What can I do to replace it? You know, how can I fix it? Um, That's a proper way to give an apology. And we learn actually using the word, I'm sorry. 
So you think mean about, to say I can't go buy you a, a new lamp and just say here that that don't work for you? <laughs> oh, we gonna get there <laughs> because that would be that would be considered an improper way because for whatever reason people do not want to use certain words, so they will do things right. like I broke your lamp and I didn't tell you I broke it. I was hoping you ain't noticed. I ran to the store real quick and bought the lamp. So here it is. Here's a replacement. So it puts you in a weird situation in which you're like, okay, I mean, thanks for getting the lamp, but you should have probably told me. Or I still want you to say sorry. But no, you just thought in your mind, you're too prideful, whatever it is to say, I'm sorry. You just went out and tried to fix it before even saying sorry. So I'm noticing that happens a lot as an adult. <laughs> um but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that because that would fall under the improper way to give an apology. Um, okay. you, you know, but yeah, mainly use clear, specific words, specifically use the word, I'm sorry, or, you know, this is what I did, da, 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 da. Be clear with the plan on how you plan to fix things. And like you said earlier, and be prepared to change the behavior because, as they say, faith without works is dead. An apology without changed behavior is also dead. Um, also mm -hmm. null and void. So no, be sincere in your apology, firm and mean it, you know. Um, also, when you give an apology to someone, because I've even had to learn this, don't assume or expect the person to forgive you or even mm -hmm. accept your apology. Because a lot of times when we're in situations, we will be like, oh, man, you know, I did this thing. I offended this person. And you're coming up with this whole role play in your head. Like, OK, so I'm going to say sorry. And when I say sorry, then they're going to say it's OK. And then we're going to be all good. But you got to be prepared to for to not go like that, because sometimes you there are just some things that you do to people that you just absolutely cannot take back. Whatever it is, you can't take back. Right. Um, so when you say sorry, you can say sorry all you want. You can be using the right words. You can be prepared to um, change your behavior. And they might hit you with the, I'm sorry, I hear you. I mean, they might hit you with the, I hear you, but I don't accept your apology. And I actually want to be done with you. Um, I don't want to mm -hmm. associate with you anymore. <laughs> you didn't anticipate that when you was coming up. You know what I mean? You didn't anticipate yeah. them just yeah. totally cutting you off. Um, because unfortunately in life, there are some things that I personally feel like are unforgivable. Um, so you got to be prepared for the other person to be like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> you know, and I think we've all probably been in similar situations where maybe it's like, oh man, I messed that up. Like, oops, you know, the person said they, they don't want to be my friend anymore or they don't, or maybe I'm fired because I don't hung up on the ball. I don't know, but there are some situations where it's final. And, you know, but, but you still try it. So you got to be prepared for that. Um, anything else you want to share with a proper way? That was just more research based answers that I found, but what is your opinion or thoughts on a proper way? Like, what does that look like for you? If you had to control how somebody apologized to you? Um, I, I agree with the research. Um, but I also feel like just kind of what I said earlier, you know, I'm big on action and um, consistency. So I can, you know, I can say, oh, Crystal, I'm sorry for lying to you and, you know, being a habitual liar. And then I don't do it for three weeks. 
and then next thing you know, week four is the little white lie. And then it, it gets back, you know, you not only do you have to show change, you have to be consistent. Yeah. Um, yep. Because that's how we win people over with what she says. She want to see me change. I'm going to do it for three weeks. And then here I go again on week four. And then boom, boom, boom. You know, so yep. it, it's I am like I am just very big on sincerity. I think I'm saying that right. Um uh inconsistency um and so uh i don't want anybody to do anything that is forced i i, I that's not what i want um I, I want you to be sincere so if it takes you a week to see the error of your ways um then then that's fine yeah um and i also want you to um you said something earlier about I'm sorry my brain um you but basically if you if you did something to me and then you came to me and apologized and I'm just like you know what Crystal no I'm I'm done and I'm gonna be honest I've had this conversation with you before certain stuff I can be I can instantly get turned off by I'm dealing with a situation now, you know, where I, I don't feel like I agree with the way it was handled, especially because of who the person is. And it kind of, it's, it's turning me off. Um, and I'll be honest, I haven't addressed it because it's like, it's repeated behavior. Um, and so I'm tired. You know, and so I've I've been silent. I don't know if that's the right way to handle it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also I, I'll have to take my ownership and say I haven't addressed it in regards to this last thing. And so I never I don't want it to be a rehearsed thing of I I said, Hey Crystal, again, this is not Crystal, but I'm saying, Hey Crystal, you know, you know the way you handled that particular situation, it hurt me and bothered me. And then it's like, oh, well, I didn't mean to hurt you, but we keep having the same conversation and I'm tired. I'm yeah, tired. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's no malice. It's no it's no anger. I'm not going to speak bad about you or wish any ill will. I'm just going to step back. Yeah, you're going to move know? differently. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have to I have to move differently with you. Um, so um I, I want people to be again. I, I want people to be sincere. I want them to be consistent, and I want them. I never want anybody to give me a rehearsed apology. Um, yeah, and it's it's it, it, again. It goes back to when you brought in the intro when we were coached. You know, as children, I think we all do that. It's almost kind of like with Caden and Cash, and it's like they do something like say sorry. Yeah, and, and I think with that situation, it's more so because children are so innocent we're trying to teach them but unfortunately if we don't teach other parts of an apology once they get older that is a i'm trying to teach you because i need you to be respectful i need you to know that when you are not in my presence yeah as a child you know that is what that is but it also comes with as they get older i you have to teach them other parts of the apology look yeah i was wrong this and this and this and this and that you know, because then we'll get to a point where the kid, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then they expect 
this is how we yes. create bad habits. They expect, oh, boy. oh well, they gonna forgive me. They gonna forgive me, and I'm yep. just gonna keep doing what I'm gonna do. You know, oh yeah, so they make, it infiltrates this behavior of that. It's yes, easy, um, not behavior. It infiltrates this concept of like you just said, like, well, I said sorry, so they should immediately get over, it, and now we're best friends again. Yes, but ma'am. unfortunately, as they get older, they're gonna learn. Like, yeah, you can say sorry all you want, but uh, like you, like we said, some people ain't budging. They are gonna stay in ten toes down. Um, it also made me think of something that I am unlearning as an adult because I probably was taught and groomed early to like say sorry for existing, say sorry for you know being not like I was taught to. It seemed like I was taught to say sorry for every little thing. And that has hindered Mm -hmm. me as an adult. So one Mm -hmm. thing that I'm working on, and I've been working on this for years, is saying sorry when I literally didn't do anything. And that is like a coping mechanism. And and what really did it for me years ago, again, at one of my old jobs, I, I remember it was like my first week there. And this lady, she was like a VP. She was one of the vice presidents. Um, of the company and she happened to be kind of like working on my floor like that kind of in close proximity to me where I was and so there's this little bit of like already this like hesitation like oh my goodness it's a VP even though I'm not one of the people that care about titles but I was a new person so it's like you want to just kind of get in where you fit in and you know you just try to like put your head down and blend in and I remember um walking past her desk and she actually accidentally bumped into me like whatever we're doing, like, I don't know if I startled her when I walked up on her. So she actually bumped into me and a knee jerk reaction was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she actually was like, why are you sorry? You didn't do anything wrong. She was like, don't apologize when you didn't do anything. And I was like stunned because I never expected someone to like call me out in that way. Like no one has, I have apologized to so many people in life and no one has literally said, oh, it's okay. You didn't do anything wrong. Like no one has ever told me that. So she was like, no, I bumped into you. You don't apologize. You did nothing wrong. She's like, don't do that. And I later found out she was like super feminist and all that. I'm like, oh, that explains a lot. But like, she was trying to like look out for me and be like, no, girl power. Like you didn't do anything wrong. And so ever since then, ever since then, I have been consciously working on that because there's been so many times where like even in the store, you know, you accidentally bumped your shopping cart into a lady. And, you know, I think that's normal. You'd be like, I'm sorry. And then, you know, or like a better example is like, a better example is a lady is standing in the shopping aisle. Like we're in the grocery store and you cross past them. You say, excuse me. Or I'll say, instead of saying, excuse me, which is proper, you'll say, I'll say things like, I'm sorry, let me get past you. But it's like, I'm not really, I didn't do anything wrong. I have to get past right. it. So instead right. of saying, I'm sorry, I need to walk past you, just say, excuse me. But I have a bad habit of saying, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. And I'll be like walking away like, girl, you didn't do anything wrong. Like, why are you <laughs> telling her sorry? And I'd be right. beating myself up. So I'd be trying to figure out where does that come from? But it probably comes from just being conditioned to say, you're sorry, play small, dim your light, don't get in the way you're sorry yeah. and and that's yeah. not true a lot of times we we have apologized for things that we did not do so you just had me thinking on that let's quickly move into um improper ways to give an apology so I'll start and then you can kind of you know join in okay. so 
an improper way or incorrect way to give an apology or to say sorry would be using words what they call conditional phrases like well uh, I'm sorry if I offended you or basically using the word if like well I'm sorry if you took that wrong um, which leads into another what they call conditional phrase is but well Octavia I'm sorry but I felt like I didn't like what you were wearing so I just <laughs> say what I said <laughs> well that's not helpful <laughs> so using conditional phrases they say is not a, an appropriate way to give an apology um, using another word like obviously is not good like so when you say well obviously Octavia I was trying to help you out I was trying to keep you right. from looking crazy. So I said that because obviously you would have looked crazy. Like, you know, I think those are um pretty clear ways of maybe you shouldn't apologize like that. Uh, when you're given an apology, blaming the other person for why you even offended them in the first place, like blaming them. That's not really proper way to give an apology. Um, or you kind of alluded to this earlier. A lot of people struggle with this. Instead of saying, I'm sorry, Octavia. Again, let's use that lamp analogy earlier I used. I'm mm -hmm. sorry, Octavia. When I went to the closet, I broke your lamp. It shattered in seven pieces. So what can I do? Can I fix you? Fix it? Can I buy you another one? Where'd you get it? I replace it. Instead of doing that, what I've come across as an adult, a lot of people struggle with communicating like, it's crazy. We tell young kids, use your words, communicate, use mm. your words. But there's a lot of adults that just do not know how to talk. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if we need to blame that on social media because people text everything now. Everything is an email. Mm. I don't know what's going on. But a lot of people do not actually know how to convey or like connect words to formulate a sentence. And so the improper way. <laughs> well, I have so, a, a theory okay. on that, but go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish. Cool. So the improper way to it, with using that lamp scenario again, uh, improper way was like I kind of said earlier. I ain't gonna tell her I broke the lamp. Or, or here's a better example, Octavia. I broke your lamp. Um, so I just wanna let you know I cleaned it up for you though. And then you walk away. We go on about it. I never said sorry but then days later I show up with a new lamp and say here and then you're you're and you're receiving that like well thank you but we never discussed me getting a new lamp you did tell me you broke it but you never really said sorry because had you said sorry we could have had a dialogue about it and I could have actually told you hey it's no big deal I was gonna get rid of that lamp anyway like but now you done went out and bought a new lamp and you you know what I'm saying so like all you had to do was just have the conversation and and yeah. be be a grown up and say, hey, I'm sorry, I broke the lamp. Take accountability. Um, yeah. Well, go ahead. You got something to add to that uh, improper way? Uh, um. Well, to kind of pull off of what you said, um, I I personally feel like it's one of those things where we have moved in time or grown up off of. Um, like you said, social media, but also um, we live in a world where we have to have the one up on somebody. So, regarding the lamp, <laughs> <laughs> this poor um, lamp. 
<laughs> right. The lamp just getting drugged too much. Uh, if if I just go buy you the lamp and I never say sorry, when you bring it up again, say, well, I mean, Dad, I, I replaced the lamp. I mean, what more you want from me? But like you said, the reality is, is you could have just said, hey, I, I was in the closet. I was doing this. I was this, this, that. And I broke the lamp. I am so sorry. I, you know, I'll replace it. I'll this, I'll that. Let me be the judge of how I want to move forward. Don't try to, you know, be control the narrative. Me. Control the narrative because if I buy, if I buy, if you go buy me a lamp, that gives you the space that I mean, she mad, but I replaced it. I don't know why she mad. I'm mad because you didn't acknowledge your wrong. Yeah, because your money don't mean nothing to me. Yeah, you acknowledging that you you made a mistake. We can move past it. You know that's. That's what it is. It's, we live in a world where it's like, I got to have, and I feel like just going to reap to buy the lamp is the one up. And that is what, that's that's the way I look. It's like, I mean, well, you know, I, I, I bought the lamp, you know, so, you know, that should shut her up. No. Yep. All you had to do was say, I, I apologize. And I, and it's in, in the lamp can stand for, oh, Ooh, it's so much. It's you oh know, yeah, that's just an analogy, but it, it could go you know, either way. Yeah, I, I yeah. 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 Well, I think you'll yeah. find this next point interesting. Um, I know you can relate to this because we all come from the same culture, being a black woman, being raised by black parents and black families. Um, so let's 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 real quick, real quick. Let's uh let's dialogue about how black parents, specifically black black mothers, apologize and or don't apologize. Um, like they will do things like, and there's all kind of jokes on Instagram. I'm gonna share them to the podcast page. There's one guy I forgot. He does like skits all the time, and he basically posts like how black moms apologize. And the the kicker or the sarcasm is they don't. <laughs> like they don't like when when yeah. parents black parents offend you. They don't they don't say, I'm sorry, sweetheart. Let's talk about it. Ain't none of that going on. At least, okay, <laughs> let me be clear. This is when we were growing up. I think the new millennial black moms and dads, we're doing things differently. We're actually having dialogue and, you know, admitting our wrongs and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but growing <laughs> up, um, if your mom or dad did something to you that they know was wrong, and they came home from work and had a bad day and lashed out on you. They're not they're they're not apologizing. But what they right. would do is twelve days later, it'd be like, "Hey, I bought you tickets to a concert," or "Hey, here's your favorite treat from McDonald's," and you're like, <laughs> "I'm sorry. Um, are we talking now? Like, <laughs> uh, I thought we I thought you were so upset, and I was like the worst kid ever." And now right. you got me my favorite treat at McDonald's. So like, that was a joke that, you know, a lot of people I know we talk about like, yeah, our black parents, they don't apologize. They're too prideful. Like, oh no, I did nothing wrong. In their mind, they did nothing wrong to you. You were wrong. They were not. But then their indirect way of admitting that they're wrong and trying to smooth things over is to just randomly buy you gifts or, you know, say things like, oh, if you want to go outside and play, you can. Right. And it's like, but we never, <laughs> and you're like, so am I still in trouble? Like, it's very awkward. So yeah, I'm going to have to find that reel 
and post it because if you know, and I'm not going to say just black moms, but I'm just talking about my experience and me and my family and cousins growing up, like right. <laughs> the things that I witnessed in my experience. Um, But it definitely is a thing. Like we don't apologize, which leads me to another thing. One thing that I am um very mindful of now that I have two kids and also now that I'm around other kids is even though I'm an adult and obviously all the situations that I'm in when it's involving kids, I'm learning to not be so prideful and I'm learning that it's okay to apologize to my kids. And a lot of parents struggled and struggle still with that. Okay. They don't care if they, they could have came in a room and smacked you in the face and they knew they were wrong. They don't care. They're not apologizing versus meanwhile, us gentle parents as they call it or us millennial parents um we are deciding and I again I'm not generalizing I can't speak for all but I know a lot of people in my, my circle were like no nah, we're going to change the narrative on a lot of things including how we engage with our children and how we punish our children and how we you know discipline our children and sometimes we got to admit like yeah these kids are a lot but you know what I came in here with a bad attitude because I had a long day at work and they asked me one question about a snack and I snapped. Most mm-hmm. parents, I feel like of a certain time would have been like, well, they should have just understood that I just got home from work and they don't need to be asking me for that. And so I'm not apologizing to them. They they know the rules. They know that they don't need to be talking to me, but that's not fair. That's like punishing kids for being kids. And that's not fair. And I've had to like control myself and work on that because let's be clear. Absolutely. It, it gets frustrating you get overwhelmed, you get overstimulated as a mom, as a parent, you get tired. And yeah, when you get off work using that example, I don't want to have a whole debate about snacks or or be asked 10, 12 questions. Um, but I've had to learn like the times that I have honestly, you know, kind of snap and say, look, leave me alone. Don't talk to me right now. I've had to mm-hmm. quickly, you know, and again, going back to well, how soon should I do it? I've definitely had times where I probably snap. I had to get myself together. I had to step away and then I'll say, hey, son, just want to let you know, like, I'm sorry. Look, you didn't do anything wrong. You were just asking about a snack. Mommy's tired. I didn't mean to yell at you the way I did. And most times kids are resilient and they will accept your apology um, at this age. <laughs> I can't speak for when they're teenagers. They might start <laughs> to really hate your guts. <laughs> but as of right now, when they're kids, like, be okay with letting them see you. Well, twofold. Be okay with apologizing to them and also be okay with letting your kid witness you apologize to other people in a healthy way. Because again, that's going to show them that there are different ways to A, give apologies, different ways to receive apologies. So they need to witness you giving it and receiving apologies. They need to witness various scenarios in which you might be apologizing or being apologized to. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, where it's age appropriate, we're not saying involve kids and adult things, but you know, just most importantly, the point here is if you have kids or kids that you influence and you have a moment where you feel like you snapped on them or might've talked to them incorrectly and it truly had nothing to do with them, be, be okay with saying, I'm sorry, kid, you know, yeah. didn't mean to do that. That had nothing to do with you. You caught mommy in a bad moment or mommy had a bad day at work and I didn't mean to take that out of you. And so that's something that I've been learning because that was not modeled at all for me. That was not done. Um, it was just kind of like sudden such is in a bad mood and you just gonna have to deal with it. 
or everybody else yeah. in the house or everybody else in the house would make excuses for that one person. Oh, well, you know how that's just how they are. So let's just not rock the boat. Mm-hmm. And that indirectly taught you, <laughs> it didn't help. It didn't help you navigate the world in any particular way. So I would say just be, be, you know, be mindful of that. Being able to humble yourself, lower your pride and apologize. Anything else on that before we get to our last point? Mm-hmm. On and this, and you know, we're talking about incorrect ways or just ways that you maybe shouldn't apologize. <laughs> no, uh, uh, thank you. The backwards uh, apologies, I think you kind of state talked about that earlier. I've seen a lot of people do those. Um, oh, I did want to make a point um, because sometimes some people are just also just not mature or some people um, I guess they they function in, in sorrow and they function in chaos and so <laughs> uh, the reality is is you have to you also as the person depending on what the situation is um kind of have to judge and when I say judge I'm probably not using the right words but judge the person judge the situation because if you find yourself always offending the person or always you know it's like every time I turn around I'm in I'm in hot water with this person either y'all are not supposed to be friends or (laughs) it's something you either need to reevaluate yourself or reevaluate your, your situation or however, you, you know, friendship, relationship, family ship, you know. And so that's, mm-hmm. that's another thing because sometimes um, when you said about somebody, like you were giving an example, you said, but I was trying to dot, dot, dot. That can actually be a, a, a good point. It's like, I am sorry, but I was really trying to help you. You know, I was trying to this, I was trying to that, and you were not able to see that, or you were not able to see that in the moment. So that can kind of, depending on what it is, yeah, it it is a tricky situation. And then you have those people, let me be clear, that will manipulate, oh, I was trying to help you. You know, I was trying to help you, girl. And you like, but it just depends. So you, if you find yourself, it seems like every time I turn around, I got to keep apologizing. I got to keep, (laughs) <laughs> you, you might yeah. have to to evaluate your friendship with them, your relationship, your family ship, because it, it, the reality is it's okay that we have to deal with some family, um, and with a long handed spoon. And the reality is, is we have to put friends in 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 uh, tears. As one of my line sisters recently told me, you know, she had mm-hmm. to kind of put some of her friendships that I mean, long friendships, in tears. And that's yeah. okay. It doesn't mean I hate yep. you. It doesn't mean it is. It's just we're getting older. You got kids. I don't have kids. You married. I'm not married. You know, and so the relationship has shifted. And it, it seems like we're kind of button heads. And it's not on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, you know, and that's mm-hmm. okay. Um, And so I'm learning that. Uh, I learned it and I am learning it. But, um. Yeah, that was that was it. It's just sometimes we kind of have to evaluate a situation or a relationship with said person. Um, 
That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. Um, and we did a whole uh shout out to Britain. We did a three-part episode on friendships and we talked mm -hmm. about that, putting friends in, like your friend said, tears, where we mentioned putting them in certain boxes or levels. And yeah. you know, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. so it's the same concept. So that's cool how she kind of said the same thing. Last point with receiving with, with apologies. I want to talk about receiving apologies. We touched based on it a little bit, but so we talked about uh, proper ways to give an apology. We talked about incorrect ways to give an apology. Let's talk about the flip side when you receive an apology from someone. Um, Here's some things that you want to consider. Um, So you're, you're, you're the person that got offended. You're the person that feels like an apology should come. Some helpful tips for you to navigate this feeling would be sometimes you're going to have to understand that that apology may never actually come. Mm -hmm. um, I've struggled with that. I still struggle with that. There's a lot of people that I personally feel like owe me an apology, whether it be big or small. I feel like I need you to acknowledge what happened, what didn't happen. So I want you to verbally say, I am sorry, Crystal, or I am sorry, whoever. But there are some situations in which I've had to accept, like, you know what? I might never get that apology for whatever reason, because mm -hmm. they might not realize how they did it. Maybe I didn't communicate to them clearly that, hey, you offended me. Or maybe I did communicate and they know very well that they owe me an apology. But for whatever reason, they're too prideful. They're too ashamed. They just won't say it. Also, I've had to um, learn, and this is helpful for someone, hopefully, except that people may not apologize in the way that you want them to. Apologies may look different. They might be delivered differently than we imagine. So again, let's say I'm in a situation like Octavia, I'm going to use you. Octavia punched me in the face. <laughs> and I'm like, naturally, I'm like, okay, she's clearly going to be like, I'm sorry. And Crystal, I am so sorry. Let me get you to the hospital because I just punched you in the face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Naturally, that's, yeah. how I that's how I imagine your apology should look like to me. However, you might, for whatever reason, you might feel remorseful. You might say, oh my goodness, I just punched her in the face. You know, now I got to get her to the hospital. But instead of saying the words, I'm sorry, you might not even say anything, but you might immediately rush me to the hospital and get me help. And in your mind, that's that's your way of helping and saying, I'm sorry. But here I am like, yeah, she took me to the hospital, but I'm waiting on her to say, I am sorry. I should not have punched you. And I've also had to learn over the years of like, of life is like, mm, I guess they're sorry, but I don't think I'm going to hear the words. I'm sorry, but their actions, it's almost like you have to, it depends on the situation. Maybe you have to accept or understand that maybe they skipped a step and maybe that's okay. You know what? They never really said, I'm sorry, but their behavior has changed and they didn't do it again. And they mm -hmm. haven't done it again. So I'm just going to lean into, I guess this is their way of apologizing. And that was hard for me at first in a lot of aspects of life. But as I get older, because, you know, life is short, I'm like, you know what, if they if they treat me right and if they behave in, you know, we can continue the friendship or whatever it is. We can continue on with this relationship. Um, and then last point I would say is um, just know that, OK, the person did apologize to you. Just know that you don't have to accept the apology because, again, we're conditioned when we're young. Say sorry. Okay, I'm. it's okay. You said sorry. We're friends again. But sometimes, again, depends on the offense. It might be unforgivable. You know, uh, it might be something that happened that was so serious. It's like, mm, yeah, I don't know if I could come back from that. 
I hear you. You're mm-hmm. probably saying sorry to help yourself, to forgive yourself, but I can't really, I don't think I can move forward with this or this is just unforgivable because the Lord forgives, yeah. I don't. <laughs> the Lord forgives, I don't. You know? <laughs> nah, but, uh, <laughs> no, because it's like situations, because I think like, even like if you look at the news, like you'll hear the news and like, oh, the murderer apologized to the family. And I'm just like, hmm. I always ask myself, like, how would I handle stuff like that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you yeah. hurt my loved one. I don't know. You know, if you hurt my family or friends, um, specifically like my kids, like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know what that looks like. So it's easy for me to sit up here and be like, oh, this is how you apologize and this and that. But I do understand that sometime in life is like, I hear you. I hear you apologizing, but um, I'm good on that, love. So yeah, right. that part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good on that. Um <laughs> we're done. We're done here. Um so anything else uh before we close things out? I think this was a good way to ease back into the uh the the I'm not gonna say new season because it's still season four, but you know, <laughs> good way to ease back from the break because you know, I think this is the top of the year. New year, new me, meaning new year, new apologies potentially. Anything yeah. else on that? Um, I, I, I think overall around this topic, I, I think I just want to say, um, we, we have to do better with holding ourselves accountable. Um, yes. And that's just overall point by point. Yep. How, how we treat other people, uh, whether it's family, friends, whatever the case may be, and how, how we treat ourselves. Um, so forgiveness and apologies are not just for other people. It's definitely for us. And so we, it's really, we cannot make people feel a certain way. We cannot, like you said, we cannot make people accept their apology. We cannot, and I am learning that. Um, and I'm learning that the reality is, like you said, I may not get apologies from some people that I literally talk to every day yeah, um that's the hard and part. i seen a, a, a thing uh, on social media and it said uh, everybody is going to hurt you you just have to decipher whose hurt is worth dealing with mm, because if we cut point. off everybody that hurts us we will have nobody because the reality is, is mm-hmm. we have hurt a lot of people and a lot of people have hurt us Absolutely. And I'm not saying that means give people a pass. What I'm saying is we kind of have to take the whole picture into play. Yeah. You know, and um, I, I'm I'm learning that. And I, I'm only because this over this last year, you know, just to be a tad bit personal, I learned a lot about a lot of people and I got my feelings hurt a lot because I expect it. It's, it's, it's in expectancy comes with apology and forgiveness. Um, and, and it hurts because it's like, I expected this from you. And now I want you to, you know, I'm your friend, I'm your child, I'm your this, I'm your that. And we expect things from people that, like you said, we may not get. So now yeah. we have to decipher where if we gonna cut you fully off or we just gonna, you know, I got to deal with you with a long hand or something. So I say all that to say, um, just evaluate yourself. 
evaluate your, your com the company you keep, evaluate how you are handling yourself and what um we expect from others and make sure that we are willing to to give what it is that we expect. Um and um be kind, be kind to yourself, you know, be kind and, and realize that it's okay to humble yourself enough um enough to um uh, be apologetic and mean it. Yep. Yep. You know, it doesn't mean that if I say I'm sorry to you and I mean it, then I'm I, I've lost the fight. No, it just means that, that you know, I was wrong and I'm I'm taking ownership. And 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 that's the issue. A lot of people are not willing to take ownership because we're yeah. in a, a world where it's is is dog eat dog and I I'm I'm afraid you're gonna get me, so I gotta get you first. Yeah, and a lot of people, like you said, they don't wanna apologize because they feel like that's losing in their mind or right. not, yes, you know. Ma'am that they feel like, oh, well, I didn't prove my point if I say sorry. So right. that that's something to consider. So last takeaway too, I would add on is, um, I would say a last takeaway that I would say is a good apology. It builds bridges. It heals. It creates a solid foundation to just start over and move forward if that's what you choose to do with the person that offends you bottom line mm-hmm. so if you find it in your heart apologize so with that being said guys you know the the message here the theme here is like look you know if truly if you truly want to make amends with that person that you've been holding grudges with just apologize it doesn't make you less of a person it doesn't take away from your feelings it doesn't dismiss how you might feel about them but if you know you wrong someone I I think it's in your best interest within time because there's no timeline, but I think it's in your best interest to try to apologize to people or to that person that you likely offended and they likely know they likely are waiting on it. So um, hopefully this helps someone. I know it helped us, you know, talking through it and Mm -hmm. in dialogue about it. Again, this is a new year. This is the beginning of the year. So, um, you know, it's never too late to go ahead and issue that that apology. And if you're someone that's waiting on an apology, um, just accept the fact that, you know, it may never come, um, but just try to accept that and do your best to try to not forget it and dismiss your feelings, but do move on from it because you don't want to harbor that energy in you as well. All right, guys. So that was another good topic. Um, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. You'll be seeing Octavia again throughout the season before we yes, close yes. things out. Um, so with that being said, thanks again for tuning in to another episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Random Eloquence Pod on IG. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to like the page, follow the podcast on those platforms. Also, if you find it in your heart, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That's still very important to do that. That's also still very free. So please, it costs $0.99 to rate and review your favorite podcast, the Random Eloquence Podcast on Apple Podcasts. If you're wanting to work with the podcast in any capacity, our email is randomeloquencepod at gmail.com. Send us an email if you want to be a guest on the show, if you have a topic idea email us there or send us a dm on instagram thanks again to octavia for joining us for having me. um yes if you didn't know octavia is a family she's my cousin 
my sister cousin, <laughs> as I call it. Um, so thanks line. to her. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's that bloodline. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for coming back on the show. Um, is there anything else you wanted to show to people or do you want people to follow you on social media or you're good on all that? <laughs> I'm good on all that. Uh, I'll um, link it below, guys. <laughs> that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm just boring. Uh, but I'm kidding. No, no again, but um, as always, thank you for having me. Uh, I enjoyed it. This was a great topic. I'm sure we could have went longer oh, yeah. and deeper into always many different branches. But um, it's definitely something to be said, especially the times we're in at this moment. Um, oh yes, the actions tough. of a lot of these people uh, that's yeah. going on, and and people kind of putting people out on Front Street. And all yeah. that might have took was an apology to save the- uh, that part. Yeah, you don't want to be uh, put on blast. So, um, again, just thank you. And uh, definitely uh, rate and subscribe to Random Eloquence Podcast. You'll get some laughs. You'll get some keynotes and some takeaways. So, thank Always. you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.